Welcome to The Messy Path, a podcast where we navigate through the mess of personal, spiritual, and relationship growth. I'm Ariel, a rapid transformational therapist. And I'm Whitney, an intuitive relationship coach. Join us as we discuss the beauty in the mess of our lives. Hello, everyone. And it is 213, which if you've been listening, is one of my signs from the universe. And today we are talking about intuition. And so when I saw the clock, um, when we were about to hit record, I was like, yep, total alignment. Such beautiful alignment. (laughs) I love it too, because you were like, I'm going to start. And I was like, okay, she just got something from the universe. Like I'm going to hand it over. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about developing, strengthening tips for connecting more into your intuition, Mm -hmm. because all of us are intuitive. All of us have the ability to be connected to ourselves, to our inner guidance, Um, but it's paying attention to that. Mm -hmm. It's fostering that relationship within yourself, just as you would your best friend, right? Mm -hmm. You didn't meet your best friend once and then was like, I never need to talk to you again. And we're just best friends for the rest of our lives. That's not how it works. (laughs) You keep calling each other. You keep having dates. You keep interacting. And that's that strength with your intuition as well. So we're going to share some fun tips, experiences that we've used in in strengthening our intuition intentionally and unintentionally. Mm -hmm. Um, And at the end of the episode, um, Whitney is going to guide us in a little meditation um, that she uses with her clients Mm -hmm. to really just tap in um, to the moment. Yeah. Awesome. Yay. Um, So one of my favorite tools, just like jumping right in is journaling. Um, Mm -hmm. so when I have a client that is like new to using their intuition and I actually did this exercise again, just for fun, like, I think it was two years ago. It was like, as I was in BICA and like getting ready to graduate, I started journaling backwards to my intuition. So what I mean by that is I would look at the day and say, okay, when today did I have an intuitive nudge? Where was Mm. it? How did it come to me? And what did I do about it? Like, did I listen to it or did I ignore it? And so like, I'll think through my day, like, okay, well for lunch I had plans. Like I was like craving a panini. So I was going to go to this specific restaurant that has really good paninis. But then at the last minute it was like, no, go to the bagel shop. And I was like, no, I don't want to go to the bagel shop. I want to go get a panini. And then I go to get a panini and the line is like around the block. And I'm like, mother trucker should have gone to the bagel shop. So those kind of things, like there's a reason why you get these little like spurts of inspiration and nudges. Um, So if you can journal back through your day and be like, oh yeah, at right before this meeting, I felt like I need to print out eight more copies of this thing I'm going over. And sure enough, somebody brought a whole nother department and I needed those eight copies, you know? So all of those things are actually your intuition talking to you. You just like sometimes gloss over it because you think it's like, oh, I'm just being crazy. or like, that doesn't make any sense. So listening and journaling backwards to those moments in time is a really good way to start recognizing how and where your intuition pops up. Um, And is it a feeling? Is it like a thought? All that good stuff. I love that. And I think one of my favorite practices and and then I often recommend for people is doing a gratitude journal and, you know, waking up with the expectation of gratitude, right? Waking up in gratitude for waking up that day and the the things that are yet to unfold. Mm -hmm. Um, But then at the end of the day, trying to write, um, you know, collecting the gratitude for at least five things um, that happened that you were happy about today, you know, that you're grateful for today. And I think dovetailing that with um, so easily with, okay, how did I feel when that happened? How, how was that? Because a lot of those gratitude moments, I think can be, um, points of intuitive nudges, right? I'm so grateful. I followed my intuition and went to the bagel shop where Mm -hmm. I ended up getting a great sandwich, right. Or whatever. Um, and so I think that that gratitude, um, can often lead with those moments, um, interact Mm -hmm. so well with them. Um, totally. And using your intuition to, to identify all of it. 
Totally. Yeah. I think that that's a really powerful way to, to start this journey. Um, and then another, like another fun tool, I think too, is just using signs with your intuition. Like you can say like, okay, intuition, how do you want to speak to me? You know, what, what can be our shorthand that like you're here with me or that I'm connected to my intuition, you know, for Ariel, it's her numbers one, two, three, and any kind of combination. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for me, it's the number 34 red tailed hawk. Um, and it's just asking for that connection um, and asking to say like, okay, intuition, I want to build this muscle with you. Cause like Ariel said, it's like building a relationship. It's like going to the gym and building a muscle. You can't just mm-hmm. sit on the treadmill and say, okay, yeah, now I'm ready for a 5k. You have to turn the treadmill on and, and run on it and walk on it. Um, yeah. So there's, there's so many different ways that you can play with this and it really, the more you can consider it play and not like a pressurized thing, the better off you're going to be. Because the more you're yes. accessing it out of pressure, your ego mind is going to be looking for it and like hunting for it. And your intuitions more often than not is fairly soft spoken. You know, it's not necessarily going to push past you because it's part of the whole free will dichotomy. So you mm-hmm. have a choice to tune into your intuition or not. Which is why science can be a fun introductory, like, introductory and withholding. I mean, it's still a sign for me. I'm still getting those throughout the day as I just started with. Um, We have two really great sign episodes so far. It's episode seven and 37. Yeah, it might be. It probably is. Is (laughs) I would have to look, but I'm pretty sure. I have to double check the number, but it's signs and um, and they both have signs in the name. So you can look those up. We'll have them uh, linked as well. Um, but a way to start playing with signs is, is to ask for something fun that you want to see. Um, if you follow Jess Lively at all, which both of us listen to her podcast and mm-hmm. met through flow of intention online, um, she really likes the, like chasing the unicorn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, pick, pick the unicorn as a symbol of something fun that, and light for her intuition to play with. And she started by where do you see the unicorns? Mm-hmm. Um, and you can pick anything to play with. Like today, yeah. I want to see where I find a butterfly or I want to see a rainbow. Mm-hmm. And then it's not just seeing one, you know, a rainbow in the sky. You're like, well, it's bright and sunny. You can wake up being like, I'm going to test the universe. I'm going to ask for a rainbow today. It's not expected to rain at all. And it's bright and sunny and hot here. Well, mm-hmm but look for where you're seeing it Mm -hmm. on, on a movie you end up watching, or your friend will send you a picture that has a rainbow in it. You know, what are those other platforms where you're seeing it in? Because that's where they're accessing to you often in those unexpected ways. So like, here's a great example of that. I randomly was on Facebook, like my personal Facebook the other day. And every once I'm one of those people that like does not check my Facebook messages that often. I'm really bad about it. Um, and well, I'm not really bad about it. It's just not a priority for me. So I often don't go reframe. into reframe. <laughs> See, we're constantly doing it. So, <laughs> love that. We need like a DJ remix sound for when we do a reframe. <laughs> um, so I was on like the Facebook messenger app or, you know, page on my computer and I saw like spam messages and like Mm-hmm. No potential messages or whatever it says when it like, yeah, like requested yeah yeah so I hit the spam and like two messages from my family had ended up in there like random oh. group chats with cousins and so I was like oh crap like cool I'm glad I did this I was able to like grab those two messages and move them into my main inbox and like respond to stuff and then the other one was a message request and I click on it and it was somebody that had like gone on a couple of dates with years ago who randomly reached out to me and all they did was send me a bison and I was like oh, thank <gasps> which is you. Whitney's sign. Which is my sign so I was like okay thanks dude like hope you're doing well bye and you know it like didn't you know it didn't need to go anywhere but it was totally the universe being like you just need a little inflection like here's a bison for you and that too you don't sometimes signs are just support mm-hmm. right they're just support Whitney yep didn't have to go down a trail that thinks, oh my gosh, 
he sent me a bison. Bison are my signs. Am I supposed to go back with him? I'm in a good relationship with Greg right now. Should I explore this? Why is he sending me this? Sometimes signs are like our last episode indicated they're trail markers, not destinations. And so through Whitney's guidance, she was able to identify, yeah, I'm just receiving the bison. I'm just Mm -hmm. receiving that as a a platform that the universe was able to present it to me in. Mm -hmm. But until you get to there, this is when that journaling, talking out loud, meditating can help sift through because you want to be curious, right? You want to be inquisitive. So if you're not recognizing it straight away, which is totally fine, or you have those questions, wait, why is my ex you know, sending me this, do some journaling, talk Mm -hmm. it through with your, you know, your inner guidance. I love journaling in that way. Take a walk and think, process it through and see how your body is feeling. Mm -hmm. See how your, where your thoughts lead you. If there's, if your feeling is like, there's no tingling, there's no spark reigniting through your body. And you're like, I'm not excited or upset that he called like sent you this you just feel like okay yeah um yeah then that's all just receive it and then give gratitude right that's where that gratitude still comes in is and validating right so much with signs and intuition Mm -hmm. is giving value to it so when you feel that I love saying like I did at the start of the episode two one three Thank you universe for showing me this. I know that to me right now, it means we're going to have a great little episode (laughs) and a good aligned conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it doesn't mean, you know, have to mean more than that. It's just that support. It's like the universe saying, add a girl, Ariel, here you go. You know? Yeah. And that's such a good point of like, when you're following these nudges like I had that nudge to go check my Facebook messenger on my laptop and so I was able to see those request messages it if you don't do that like let's say you the panini bagel shop thing let's so I still went to the panini Mm -hmm. place and I was like gosh darn it now I'm stuck in this huge line instead of just being frustrated by that I was also able to say thanks intuition for giving me a nudge to yes. have gone somewhere else. Because even though I didn't choose to follow yep. that nudge, I acknowledge that that happened. And that is the power of this is simply acknowledging I have this connection that can guide me and that I know will bring me where I need to go next. Again, doesn't necessarily mean it's your final destination, but it does mean you are in alignment with your higher self, with your most connected mm-hmm. self to be moving through your journey in not a forceful way in a flowy Mm -hmm. way. And that's really the whole purpose of life and connecting with intuition and using signs is to move through the lessons and growth patterns of your life in a fluid way, as opposed to like a forceful, like dogmatic linear, I have to do it a certain way Mm -hmm. kind of mindset. Yeah. I would never have guessed or selected that my signs and connections would come up in numbers because I'm not akin to them. Like I'm not attuned to numbers. But that's why it was so easy to, for me to identify when that's where they showed up to, because I don't pay attention to numbers. So then when it started being like, ting, 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 numbers, 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 it highlighted to me. So oftentimes it's not going to be like, oh, I'm really passionate about watercolors. I really want to see a watercolor rainbow. It's probably not going to happen in that way. It might happen mm-hmm. in the opposite and, mm-hmm. and that's okay, right? Maybe you'll be like, wow, I'm driving today and I just saw every color car in a row. Like, you know, something, right? Yeah. Something yeah. crazy like that. Yeah. Okay, so fun one, unintended um, strengthening of my intuition, speaking about cars, mm-hmm. my, um, my first car that I bought like for myself after college was a... Um, was a manual. It was a stick shift, but it didn't have an RPM gauge, which is what helps tell you when you're supposed to shift. So if you don't pay attention to that in your car, it, it, when it revs up to a certain level or to the red level, it's like, we want to be in another gear Mm -hmm. and you have, and then it indicates 
you know, it helps you indicate when you need to shift. Mine didn't have one. I didn't realize that you were supposed to have one because I hadn't ever driven a manual car before. So I was learning how to drive manual without an RPM gauge. And what I had to do then is really listen to the car, feel into the car and sense when was the right time to change. Mm -hmm. Now, if you, if you try to stay in, let's just say gear one forever, one, you're not going to go that far Two, your car is going to get really upset, Yeah. but there's a range in speed that you can still get to, but it starts kind of not going as well, which is exactly what not listening to your intuition feels like as well. You can just keep going, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to go as well, right? It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you can still go to the panini place, but now you're going to have to wait. You can still get a good panini, but now you're going to be late to this other thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. You start to feel that resistance. Mm -hmm. When I was learning how to drive with my car without the RPM gauge, I could feel that resistance. The car Mm -hmm. did not like still being in that gear. And I could shift over. Mm-hmm. Now, the more and more I practiced with this, the easier and more fluid I became mm-hmm. in being able to transition between the gears. And that is that interaction with your intuition. Yes. Um, uh, Whitney says all the time, it's throttling things, right? Mm-hmm. And this is that kind of way too. It's like, there's some times where you have to be at level five and sometimes you can be at level one, mm-hmm. but it's being attuned to the feelings and the sensations of doing that. So that's an exercise that you can do. Mm -hmm. If you have a manual car or, or something like that, or even if you're driving an automatic, Mm -hmm. listen, pay attention. When does your car want to move to the next level? Mm -hmm. Because that's what we're always doing in our Mm -hmm. lives is working on moving to that next level. Or you could do this with your automatic car and the mm-hmm. speed that you're going. So like, how, yes. when can you let off the gas to just come to a natural stop at a stop sign instead mm-hmm. of like jamming on your brake or something? Or when can you let off the gas to be at a good speed to be making a turn? Like anything yes. like that is intuitive. And like, that's like, to another example, um, and we say all of this with driving with the utmost safety. Yes. In ter- yes. Don't close your eyes. Don't yeah. blindfold yourself. <laughs> like still pay attention to the road and your surroundings. Yes, please. But pay more attention to your body and the car body. Yes. Right. And that's a way to become more in tune with it. Absolutely. Um, and it, that's such a great example because it's proof that like, you do not need to be in some crazy deep meditative state to get in touch mm-hmm. with your intuition. You could be sitting in line at the grocery store and being like, should I move over one lane? Yep. All right. I'm moving over a lane. So another, um, well, another one just popped into my head, but mm-hmm. so two examples are right before you go to bed, think of the exact time that you want to wake up. So if it's 6 57 AM think about that time and just set that intention. I am waking up at 6.57 AM and then see if that happens and like set your alarm for seven or whenever you're going to get up, but see if that naturally happens because you can actually set yourself to intuitively wake up at the time you need to. It's like what you, when you're used to an alarm going off, eventually you always wake up a few minutes before the alarm because your body's set to that. That's Unless intuition. you're me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <not> sure. Okay. <laughs> But so great that that great that this morning crossing dimensions through my sleep <laughs> and like needs five alarms to pull my body back. But oh yes, yes. So so great. I could that probably this- train myself too, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's all about what you want to use. So we're just mm-hmm. giving you a bunch of different tools. So Greg did that this morning. He woke up and he he was like, "My alarm should be going off soon." And then sure enough, ding 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 ding, his alarm was mm-hmm. like started going off, and. Um, that is a form of intuition right there. So another really good way to get in touch with your intuition is muscle testing. So you can do this like sway testing is my favorite thing to do. You basically just stand straight with your feet hip width apart under you and don't lock your knees, like have them, you know, just like loosely, like you're standing. And what you're going to do is you'll end up rocking forward for a yes and backward for a no. And some people's cues are a little bit different, but most people it's forward and back. Like some people I know swing left and right and like left is yes and right is no. Um, 
So what you're going to do is ask yourself first a question, you know, the answer is yes to, or, you know, the answer is no to like, is my name Marie? Okay. I'm, I'm leaning backwards. Cause it's a no. Is my name Whitney? I'm leaning forward. It's a yes. So do that. And you can kind of train your body to have that reaction. And then you can be in the grocery store and be like, Hey, is this the best canned whatever that I could be buying for my body right now and see mm-hmm. what your intuitive nudge is like, do you lean forward? Do you lean backward? I do that with like everything with bras, with like any kind of shopping. I'm like, is this the best one right now? Or can I find a better one? And my body will answer that. me. Um, and you can do that about everything. Like sometimes I'll get up and I'll just say like, do I need to leave for the grocery store right now? Yes or no. And I'll get like a sway answer forward or backward. And it's just a really simple way to start working with your intuition a little bit more. Um, and you're and to break down some of those tips in that too, they're yes and no questions mm-hmm. because you're only asking that. And the emphasis is right now, right? Yes. Is this right right now? Yep. Um, because the, the future is unfolding and it, it is constantly changing because yep. of our free will and things like that. Um, so keeping it in that present tense um, and, and yes or no yep. questions is that tip. Yep. Um, and the same with uh, using a pendulum. A mm-hmm. pendulum is the same kind of process um, in a crystal pendulum and asking that yes or no questions as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something I've been using more like in the last year and it's fascinating. It's yeah, I just, love it. It's so interesting. If you're doubting your body, mm-hmm. right? If you're doubting your body, it's sometimes easier or fun to see something external. And that's what it feels like with the pendulum, but Mm -hmm. having that ability inside of yourself, that connection inside of yourself is wonderful, especially for those on the spot kind of things too. Definitely. And Um, with your body stuff, I mean, even just saying, what do I want to eat today? mm -hmm. Um, when do I want to eat? Right. Instead of holding yourself to a strict schedule, right. Eat, start by eating when you feel hungry or you know you're going to feel hungry, right? Um, And just start getting more in tune with what your body is telling you Mm -hmm. when your body wants to do things. Um, You might have like, like Whitney's um, example, plan for having a panini for lunch. And then you're like, "Mm, that doesn't, that doesn't feel like good anymore. I think Mm -hmm. I'm going to end up switching and getting the bagel, right? For her example. Um, But or um, when you're grocery shopping, asking, well, you know, what do I feel like? Mm-hmm. And of course, you want to keep the rest of the good for you things in, in mind. Um, but when you're tuned into your body, it does guide you to those good for you things. Absolutely. And so you're unlikely to go home with 17 bags of chips and nothing else. Yeah. But if you are, start asking, hmm why do I only want to eat chips right now? Yeah. What What's is my body trying my body? to tell me I actually need? So, so this is hilarious and such like an on point example that I had totally forgotten about in my own life for like three and a half years, I was vegetarian. And one, like I started feeling this nudge to start eating meat again. And I was mm. like, eh, no, like I'm a vegetarian. And it was like a moral thing. Well, not a moral, but like a values thing for me. Mm, like, okay. You know, I didn't want to be participating in that. I didn't want a big carbon footprint, all that stuff. And, but my body was like neat. (laughs) Like it just kept like nudging me. And eventually I was out here in Wyoming visiting my folks and um, we went out for dinner and I was just like, I am ordering elk and I had an elk steak. So I didn't eat meat Mm. for three and a half years. And my first thing back was elk steak. And if you've ever been on a diet like that, that's that restrictive, you're supposed to start like very light, like have half of some grilled chicken, like half of a Mm -hmm. breast, like really small steps. But I was like, nope, we're going game red meat, like straight in. And my body felt so good. And then I started talking to my doctor and, and they were, they said like, you know, based on your blood type, there's truth to like, what kind of food you need, like certain Mm -hmm. blood types need more sodium need, you know, more of this, more of that. Um, And my blood type is the type that like really craves meat and like meat-based proteins, not just proteins you can get from like plants and beans and stuff. Um, So yeah, I ended up like following that back and I immediately felt better and healthier and like have had meat as a part of my diet ever since. You know, it's not like I eat meat every day, but like I'm very deliberate in listening to my body and what it's asking for. 
and it changed, right? Mm-hmm, your, totally. your, your needs can change. Your body dynamics can change. I think, especially when we're talking about women's bodies, um, we're, we're, we're in a cycle yeah. every day, all day, mm-hmm. right? We're in our hormonal cycles with our menstruation, um, you know, our body when we were 11 is totally different than our bodies at 32 and at 50, Mm -hmm. you know, and so um, being able to release for your ego, the this fact that I am a a vegetarian, yeah, you know, let's just say not that totally felt, but there's totally some of that kind of thing that's coming forward. Mm -hmm. And being able to say, well, now my body needs this. And maybe yep. five years from now, you're going to say, yeah, I don't need that as much anymore I, again, or maybe it's uh, need something else. Um, oh. Now you went with blood type, but you know, but yeah. it's an example, it's an yeah. example kind of thing. Absolutely. And um, that's, that's what's important to do as you're doing this work too. So like mm-hmm. my intuition for the longest time was like, you need to get up and meditate and have like a long leisurely morning routine. And then six months ago now it was like, mm, nope, guess what? You're prioritizing sleep. You're mm-hmm. going to get like 10 plus hours of sleep. And this is not who I used to be. Like I used to be able to run on like five hours of sleep, no problem. And was totally fine. But now I'm really realizing I need more sleep and it is okay. And I can mm-hmm. fit my everything I need into my day without fear of regimenting or over regimenting myself. Like it will flow. You know, Ariel and I are recording this on a totally different day than we typically do at a totally mm-hmm. different time. Mm-hmm. But, but in a line time. time. But in a line time. <laughs> and I honestly I think that's why you got that number at the beginning yeah. of this. It was like, hey, you don't have to do it on the day and the time you always mm-hmm. do it. So I think yeah. that learning to trust your ego mm-hmm. in summation is a surrender of your ego learning trust your intuition is learning to rest yeah i'll say it again learning to trust your intuition is a surrender of your ego and and it can mean that now whitney needs me because that's the opposite of what she thought she needed before Mm -hmm. and then once she's at that level of trusting or guidance she can go back to being vegetarian and being totally fine again, just examples, Yeah, you know? Um, but oftentimes it's that trusting that surrender. This doesn't look like always look like hard stars and horseshoes and signs (laughs) and hugs from your angel. No, it doesn't. It it often. And I think we're kind of queuing you up like this, but like, once you start giving into that, don't, um, like expect that you're going to be pushed off cliffs. Yeah. Because what your intuition then is going to say is how much do you trust me? Mm -hmm. How much do you trust me? How much do you trust me? Mm -hmm. And it's just going to keep nudging you, keep testing you, keep pushing you. Mm -hmm. And then your life might get a little crazy. Mine did. (laughs) Yeah. I jumped off several, several cliffs. Yeah. But and I've said this before, the more you start trusting yourself and the universe, mm-hmm. the less it's jumping off a cliff yeah. and more that it is stepping into the next section. Oh my God. Because yeah. when you know, when you trust that actually the universe is creating a step for you to stand on or already has it there and you just can't see it yet mm-hmm. for you to put your foot down on mm-hmm. when you jump, when you leap, they already have the safety net, the step, the next place ahead yeah. for you. The more you trust that now you're just walking. Yeah. Now you're just walking yep. and you trust just like we do, honestly, every single freaking day. Yeah. When we step anywhere and you're just trusting that this universal energy called gravity that we've collected collective consciously called gravity mm-hmm. is holding you down. Yeah. We already are in active trust <laughs> to a universal force without knowing it. And I think yeah. when you feel like that, when you can shift your perspective, it's all just another step. Yep. And that's like, that's the important and beautiful part about working with your intuition is it, 
it stops being something that feels outside of you and feels hard to do. And it starts to become something that's just like innate. It's like learning how to brush your teeth, learning how to like put deodorant on in the morning. Like all of those things are things we acquire as we're moving and growing as adults. Like, oh yeah, this is the day I need to go grocery shopping because that's part of my routine now, or that's a, a life fact. Oh, it's coming on that time again where I need to do a little intuitive check-in. Like it's mm-hmm. been a minute since I've like sat down and, and done like intuitive writing or anything like that. Um, and it's really, it's really important to just make it an exercise for yourself. Don't force it, but just see how you can integrate it. And that's what all of these examples are for mm-hmm. today. You know? Um, yeah. Hi everyone, it's Ariel just popping in for a brief announcement. Another way to help enhance your intuition is through community. Um, And Whitney and I are excited to announce that we're hosting a New Moon Women's Circle Summer Series uh, for the next few months. And they are going to be free virtual women's circles as Whitney and I are in different parts of the country. Um, just But just using that time as a place to connect to other like-minded women, um, set your intention for the next month, and just share in whatever is that mess that's going on in your lives or support others through theirs as well. Um, we hosted a few um uh, a few months ago and really enjoyed it. And so we're bringing it back for this summer. So there's once a month uh, women's circles meetings and you can find more information with the dates and uh, place to sign up in the show notes. And we hope to see you there. All right, back to our conversation. So another example that I have uh, that I really noted like that intuition is when I was working at restaurants Mm. and um, the restaurants I worked in, we didn't have like pagers for the servers or, or, or even for our customers, we didn't have um, for, for our guests, like we didn't have a computer system that Mm. calculated time and gave estimates. It was was all manual. Mm -hmm. Um, And what you really had to learn was estimating time, right? Which is a human construct because it doesn't exist. We live in a perpetual present, right? With the universe, but is estimating, well, how much time do you think that those, that table is going to stay there? How much time until we have a table available for someone? Mm -hmm. Um, When I was hosting, when I was waitressing, when are these people's food ready? When do I need to send um, to send their order so that it's done at the appropriate time, right? If they're getting an appetizer, you want to eat the appetizer and then eat the dinner, right? Mm-hmm. So how are you pacing that so that the kitchen has enough time to prepare it? So they, the guest has enough time to eat it, you know, all those things. When are you going back to the kitchen to collect the food? you know, and all of those things is testing your intuition Mm -hmm. because, and sometimes you can go back there, go back there, go back there to get Mm check-ins, right? You can go back to the, 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 um, why can't I think the kitchen, right? To check on where your food is in the process, right? But you're still having to, you know, go through that process because eventually, you don't have time to go back to the kitchen every two minutes to check on your meal. No. You have a full restaurant, you have to keep going and you have to make those kinds of plans. Mm-hmm. So you can do this, even if you're, you know, figure out what, how can you play with time regardless of where you are for your job or, you know, your environment, you know, maybe you're at home and you're, you're cooking a meal and it's going to be for 12 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So maybe you set the timer but intentionally don't look at it. Right. Me and just see if you can sense when is this going to be done? When is the right time to check on it? When does it feel like that? And just kind of start playing with the tools that you do have for time and completion, because even that 12 to 15 minutes, right. Depends on your oven, how, how hot this is, what kind of pan you're using. There's always variables, just like life is always variables. 
So that's something I feel like people who are naturally good bakers and cooks just kind of know. Yes. Like, so mm-hmm. I by no means am a good cook or baker. Like I can make the things that I can make and they taste good, but that's about it. But I got really good at timing kale chips. At, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten good at timing them since I moved to the mountains. But when I lived in Michigan, I knew exactly when to pull the kale chips out of the oven. And I would always set a timer, but I would always go like, a couple seconds before or like 30 seconds before and pull them out and it would always be perfectly done. So like, where are those moments in your life? Like, when do you just know like, oh, yep, it's been six months. I need to do this. Or if you have plants, like when you know, like, oh, I need to water this plant. And mm-hmm. you're, you know, Maybe it's totally off schedule, quote unquote. Like that's all intuition. Knowing when you're, you're for us women, mm-hmm. right? Knowing when your cycle is starting. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, you know, again, when you talk to other people, you realize that you're different, you know, like how we all sense things differently. Yeah. So I just thought everyone kind of got that, but I could tell right away in my body, the moment that that started and Me too. yeah, yeah. And I don't have a, what I would consider a heavy flow with anything. So it's not like, Whoa, yeah. I just got wet my pants kind yeah. of moment, yeah. but I can feel that kind of turning in my body and say, Oh, Okay. I I have to use, I have to use the washroom right now. And sure enough, when I would go, you know, there's the moment where, where Mm -hmm. I'm starting that. And I think that's another, just of building those relationships with your body. Totally. Um, So in that way, and there's a ton of things that can help you do that Mm -hmm. so that you can have that external to internal, you know, time. Mm -hmm. Um, There's tons of great, um, menstrual trackers and things like oh, that, yeah. that can help you learn about what to look for, what to pay attention to. I just got a new one that I'm really enjoying um, oh, called my flow F L O I'll link okay. it in there. Yeah. Um, I listened to a really fabulous um, podcast episode about um, women's hormonal cycles and they, okay. and the creator um, made this, the, oh, cool. the, the guest made this. Um, book and an app and it's so nice and it gives you all these tips and those kinds of things help you pay attention to how does your body respond what's right for you so in that breath just exactly that knowing more about yourself rather than the general populace or right the patriarchy populace Mm -hmm. right that is still male-centric in our expectations you know even yoga is designed for, for male bodies. There's so many things that are thought of women secondhand and it's figuring out what's right for you. Mm-hmm. I love things like um, the human design reading, right? I spent my life researching my zodiac signs, right? Yeah. My horoscopes and, and looking at those and feeling cued in. But what I'm looking at for those kinds of um, personality tests and archetypes um, is how am I perceiving things? How do I process things? And okay, I'm emotion everything is what all of my things are. Mm -hmm. It's like, yes. Well, aren't you like a triple Pisces too? Yes. So that's so, yeah. <laughs> so you're, this is what so I mean. It's like, her, her sun, moon, and her rising sign, which are like the three biggest keys in your astrological chart, are all Pisces, which is banana pants. Um, and I love it. It's not that, but I have three oh. Pisces in my thing because oh, I'm a Capricorn it. rising. Oh, um, okay. yep. Which is my work ethic, which is yeah. why I'm so compatible with my Capricorn work ethic partner. So. Nice. <laughs> Love so it. it helps, Love it. Yeah. Um, but I do have three Pisces in my, my Zodiac, my, in my okay. birth chart. Gotcha. Um, but like my, uh, human design is, is emotion, um, authority processing. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my Myers-Briggs is emotional processing mm-hmm. all of those things. So what does that mean for me is I'm a deep empath and now it's learning. Okay this isn't how other people respond. Yeah. And, and that's okay. But what can I do to help connect to myself in that time and move through that Mm. or protect myself or set myself up in a better situation? One of the big ahas I had from a human design reading Mm -hmm. 
was the way I process information where I have to take it in and then respond, right? And whereas I'm, I'm pretty positive, my mother is just right there, right there with her mm -hmm. response. But my whole life, I felt so much pressure <laughs> from her yeah. to have something done right now. Mm -hmm. But I needed sometimes just a few moments, mm -hmm. but moments within myself in order to do it. And so all of those things help connect you to yourself and your inner truths. And mm -hmm. that's where your intuition really speaks to you mm -hmm. from. Definitely. And that's like, it's all part of the journey of like understanding yourself. So I've noticed recently that my, so Libra is my sun sign is my like external facing sign. And I definitely have a lot of Libraism in me and I'm noticing I'm starting to become more of my rising sign, which is Sagittarius. Mm. So it's like a really interesting dichotomy. And it's funny because Greg's a Sagittarius. So it's, it's funny that both of our partners are like our rising signs as their son. That is interesting. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how are you consistently moving with your intuition? Just like signs yes. change over the, you know, over the time that you're working with them, your intuition connection changes too. Like mm -hmm. I used to have to make sure I like kind of slowed down my monkey mind my ego mind before I could really feel my intuition. But now I'm at the point where it's like, I can just like flip over to that tab, basically. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like I'm like loading a whole new thing. It's like, oh no, that's always open. Like, let's just go to the intuition based part. Mm -hmm. And when you're feeling more blocked, you have a lot more tools now too. Totally. And I think if you're listening to this, message us because we have a lot of tools. Mm -hmm. um, we just did an episode on um, different yep, different resources that we've used throughout our, our journeys. Mm -hmm. um, and we're connected to so many different practitioners where, and we can help you too in different tools and strategies for connecting into yourself and your intuition. And I would say, if you're feeling that big block where you're like, yeah, but Ariel, I really am not getting anything or I can't move forward past this or yeah. I'm doubting myself. I feel yeah. it. And I'm doubting myself to an overwhelming, you know, way that might be your time to do an, an RTT session with me. Mm -hmm. Right. I had a client who, um, had massive anxiety and it wasn't just about making decisions, but it was with everything in her life. Mm. We went to an RT in her RTT session there was a scene in her early, early childhood. She was like four years old and she was swimming and she wanted to jump in the water. Well, she could, but her two-year-old sister wasn't as prepared to jump into the water and jumped in to follow her. And the mom, of course, got really upset. Every, everybody lived, but the baby was struggling. And, mm. and my, my, my client at that time said, I can't make decisions. Like I can't trust myself to make the decision to jump into the water. Cause it's not safe. I'm not safe for other people mm. where her adult mind self now knows the little baby can't jump in, but I can, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and is it a totally different position? That's but amazing. there's, there's probably a block that you've created like that, a decision or belief that now you're trying your inner guidance is trying to protect you mm -hmm. but now it's blocking you from moving forward and that's really when rtt can come in to make that bigger shift big time and yeah there's so many different ways and sometimes it's just having a dialogue like mm -hmm. having somebody ask you questions like i just did a an inner voice reading with another um, practitioner who ariel and i are in the mistress mind with um uh, yesterday um and the way she phrased questions to me helped me to unlock different parts of my intuition that I wasn't getting the message from in the same way. And that's exactly what I needed. And connecting with her was totally my intuition saying like, oh, you need to respond to this. Like she put an offer out there and you need to sign up for it. Mm -hmm. so that's your intuition too. And I got exactly what I needed in this phase that I'm moving into in that inner voice session with her. And it was just like, bam, bam, bam. Mm -hmm. And now I feel like ready to keep moving. And yes. it doesn't mean you're going to change into this whole different version of yourself necessarily. It's just you reprioritizing these different tools and aspects of your personality. Mm -hmm. uh, 
yeah. I think things eventually just get easier. They it becomes smoother. Um, in our second science episode, right? We we finally got to the part where it's like when I said um, when you're doing it well, it doesn't look so hard. When you're listening to your intuition, when you're following that guidance, you don't end up with such catastrophic falls yeah. because again, you know that those steps are being outlined for you, um, totally. and it just like I, I booked a nutritional holistic nutritionist because mm-hmm. I set the intention. Oh, mm-hmm. I think I want to connect with that, yep. that person, which in itself was connecting to the intuitive nudge that that's who I needed to seek. I listened to a podcast later that day said, which podcast should I listen to mm-hmm. follow my intuition on which episode and podcast to listen to. And the podcast was interviewing a nutritional, a holistic nutritionist. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to book with you, right? Because I didn't need to keep asking, oh, well, is this the right thing? And maybe I could have, you know, but I was like, bada bing, bada boom, here we go. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. It can be that easy. Totally. And you can really use it everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. I use, yeah, I use it to to do so much like what um what movie am I going to watch tonight what podcast am I selecting what new face cream am I going to use like I put the request out into the universe like I want an all-natural face cream that actually works for me boom Mm -hmm. there's a woman making it right in town and a woman that I follow online gave me a code that's a universal code forever to always get 20% off and it's just like it's that easy and don't tell us about algorithms as a defense (laughs) because algorithms and the agent, you know, and the internet is just an agent for the universe. Mm-hmm. So don't fight against it, yeah. lean into it. Yeah. When you start seeing that ad for that face cream over and over and over again, mm-hmm. maybe you should look into that face cream, you yeah. know, because, um, and it's, it's like, why not use all the tools that modern civilization is, right. is giving to us, us, right? That totally. modern time. I think the ethereal plane is like, oh my gosh, it's so easy to connect now. Yeah. You know, instead of viewing our world as being too loud, Mm -hmm. view it as connected, more connected. Well, and you can also throttle that. Like I turned off all the ads in the way that I Mm -hmm. have Facebook now. I don't get ads on Facebook, but I'm still able to find exactly what I need when I'm searching for it or when I ask. Like instead of... um, instead of leaning on some of the algorithm stuff that might get shown to me, my new favorite thing to do is just send requests out to friends, Mm -hmm. people in my world and just be like, what are you using right now? Because that for me feels more aligning, but at the same time, don't get me wrong. I got an ad for an amazing sports bra the other day and I bought it and I was like, this is the best effing sports bra I've ever worn in my life. Mm -hmm. It's by EB. If anybody wants it, it's EBY is the name of the company. (laughs) It's the most comfortable sports bra I've ever owned. Um, but, but that's a, it's but, but the point in that too, right? Yeah. Is like, you don't have to say, oh, my sign can't show up in this way. 100%. Don't, don't doubt the ways that they're going to come to you. Totally. You know, your Alexa app can suggest it to you and you'll be like, wow, thank you, spirit guide for speaking through my Alexa and giving me that suggestion today totally. because, you know, that's what can still be happening. You know, yeah. it's just a resource for connection. Totally. Um, one yeah. last thing, and then we'll go into um, your meditation. Sure. Um, this is something that Jess Lively had um, suggested too, is the ESP trainer app. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just these four squares and you have to like connect your intuition and select which square you think the app is highlighting. And so it's just like this little game, um, but it's a way of kind of testing and and playing with your intuition in that way. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Um, All right. So are you ready for your meditation? Yeah. It's it's not so much something, um, I'm going to give you guys some ideas of how you can use it because it really is a met, like kind of a create your own meditation, but the the practices before you go anywhere, and this could be physically going or like entering a Zoom room, before you do that, sit with yourself for just 30 seconds 
can take like three or four deep breaths. Like if you want to do square breathing, um, that's great, which is four breaths in, hold it for four, four breaths out, hold it out for four. And you can do that a couple of times. And it really brings you down out of like your runaround mind. And then just ask yourself, what is it I need to bring in or get out of this next interaction? And that's like a great starting question. As you move through this, you can ask yourself, you know, what, what message do I need from this interaction? Or, you know, what do I need to be aware of as I enter this building or as I enter this meeting? But it's just a really beautiful way to kind of recenter yourself and your intuition before you're going into a place. So my favorite story about this is I did this um, the day that I could have potentially met Greg on a date with another <laughs> woman. So, so I sat in my car and I was going to go to this um, story slam where Greg was at. And I had no idea it was before we even met. Um, and then at the very last, I did that. And it said, no, don't go there. Go to the bar, like right next door where there's country swing dancing. And I literally, as I was doing that, I saw these two lines like converge, but then split again. And so I went and I did country line dancing, swing dancing, and it was a blast. Um, but I ended up not meeting Greg until a little bit later. And I met him over Tinder instead of potentially bumping into him in person while he was like on this date. Um, and yeah, it was just like one of those moments where you can get a lot in 30 seconds. That's all the time mm -hmm. I spent in my car. So just pausing yourself and asking for that intuitive connection before you go into the next phase of your day, the next meeting, whatever it is, is magical. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yay. I love it. Yes. Well, let us know what works for you. If you try mm -hmm. these out or if you have other practices to get in touch with your intuition, by all means, we always want to hear how people are connecting and building their connection to intuition. Mm -hmm. um, so you can reach us on our Instagrams or um, you can email us at messypath at gmail.com. We have an email. Um, yeah. And if you have any further questions for us, cue us in as well. Until mm -hmm. next time. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. If you'd like to connect with us on Instagram or online, you can find our details in the show notes. And remember, the math is, is the journey. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get this.